and welcome to Roleplay! I am here, my name is Rowan, I am your humble headmistress, and I am here with Kellen Cremines. Cody Calloway, an American in Hufflepuff. Um, I, I didn't, I had, I, I don't have a rhyme this time. <laughs> you really stuck the landing. <laughs> no, okay, hold on, I got one. An American in Hufflepuff that has trouble staying calm and doesn't know his freaking mom. That's okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was going, but we got Tough. there. We also have Andrew Len. Uh, Hebos Remington, who is a half giant in Slytherin, who is slowly finding his peace. Ooh. Wow. Oh, you know, we don't need to rhyme always. That's fine. But it's cool if we do, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> um,. And of course, we have the ever-frozen Rachel Johnson. Eloise and Shorewell. I certainly haven't restarted my laptop three times before this. Uh, and she's in a rough patch with her parents right now. Ooh, yeah, stinky. Speaking of which, last time on Roleplay, the trio snuck out during bedtime to see the ritual that the adults were casting just in time to see all of the adults asleep. Some of the adults out of commission, all of the useful ones working on a solution for Luna's sudden disappearance and Maggie and Richard awake, but drunk off their asses on the couch. When they made their way downstairs, they were met with a large terrifying rainbow construct fun fact using the stats of a warforged resounder and they were flung into battle they um, um we had um th- <laughs> this is our chance to do some revisionist history we fought bravely and it was evenly matched <laughs> i would say we fought bravely i don't think that's revisionist i would no. not say no that we i think you did well. <laughs> okay here's some revisionist giuseppe was there also yes and he did great <laughs> that's revisionist he was a I contributing had, member of our party during that fight i had a clairvoyant moment where i joked that giuseppe was the missing child and then it was giuseppe <laughs> it was that was a good moment yeah after the battle well so before the battle ended uh both giuseppe and hebos discovered that this rainbow construct was not really sure why they were there how they got there or even what they were based on a few keywords mixed in with scary soundtrack sitcom laughter after the battle ended and the rainbow construct disappeared back into whatever realm it came from i don't mean to i don't mean to interrupt rowan but rainbow construct does make it sound a lot more pleasant than i think it was it was like this like eight foot tall (laughs) vaguely humanoid like thing of like machinery and television parts and tv monitors yeah, yeah, it looked almost elven. Terror. It had, it had yeah. screens for eyes. It was scary. It, like, croaked. Yeah. Broadcast beast. Yeah. Sometimes you make something really scary and you give it a cute name just to <laughs> just to psych it's, people out. Yeah. Broadcast beast. Coming at you live. Ooh, Ew, I'm God. into that. I'm into that. No. That's- <laughs> Rainbow construct, bitch. I'm God. After the battle, the adults showed up. Timing perfect as usual. <laughs> Hermione and Ginny gave Lucian and Pippa a stern talking to while Neville and Aaron escorted the children, including Giuseppe, upstairs. 
they had a bit of a falling out, specifically Eloise and Neville. And <laughs> Neville <laughs> retreated in shame and embarrassment. Yeah. He got stoned by a spoiled 11-year-old. <laughs> Shortly after that, we time-skipped to approximately three months later. We are now in midterms, mid-March. That is where we are now. And we started before this session with a little bit of rolling and some new... Um, some new stats. Yeah, uh, you guys didn't get to hear that. Spells? That's for us only. Some new spells. Yeah. <laughs> You're not our friends. Okay? <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a stamp to that parasocial fire before it can even light. Oh my god. Don't expect anything from me. <laughs> so... That is where we are now. You have all passed your midterms. Not all of them with flying colors, but you did pass. And now it is the week after finals. We're in the week of March. Um, midterms? Oh, yes. Sorry. Midterms. We're in the week of somewhere in the 20s of March. Quidditch practices have started back up again to uh, prep for the final, the Quidditch Cup. Um, the inter-school Quidditch Cup. The other various clubs and other extracurricular activities have also started back up, as were your lessons with Teddy Lupin. Before we jump into anything that is happening now or is going to happen, I would like to hear a little bit from each of you about what you have been doing over the past few months. Um, And I would like... Cody to go first. Shucks. Ha. Um, I think on the social side, hanging out with Hebos and occasionally Eloise, I guess. <laughs> hey, that's for me to decide. Yeah, that's okay, I'll leave that up to you. Um, definitely hanging out with Penny. Um, he's a bit more, I feel like, because um, the brief, uh, the night of the winter solstice, you know, I think it was like a moment for him. It's like the first time, you know, growing up when you realize like, oh, friendship isn't just like a a constant thing. Like it can be like tested, you know. So like I think he's like maybe a little cautious around her without even realizing it, you know. Yeah. I, I think um I think Penny generally is has become a lot more um closed off just generally not with you specifically but in general right um has been spending a lot of time um with professor longbottom it's infuriating for cody but you know he's for cody (laughs) rachel and andrew (laughs) (laughs) um but he he or penny did make up with cody so you are friends again and she does um you know, even in her emotional times when she's really missing her mom, she will come and talk to you. But she is also spending a lot of time alone and a lot of time with Neville. So she's not quite as extroverted and outgoing as she was when you first met her. Hmm. Hmm. Say lovey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. besides that, I think Cody is has been trying to work like just um the last like social thing i want to mention um is like i think besides that cody has been like awkwardly trying and failing to find a time to talk to giuseppe 
and I think besides that, Cody, and I, I think you were like building up that we we're about to do it anyway. Like I, he wants to talk to Teddy Lupin. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to that, um, Hebos, what have you been doing over the last few months? Hebos got a bit of a reality check over uh, the winter solstice, I think. But I think, you know, generally he maybe for the first couple weeks back to school, he was a little bit more like his closed off self at the beginning of the semester, but definitely uh, warming up to spending time at Hagrid's. I wouldn't say Hebos goes there often quite yet, but he definitely goes there for sure when he feels like it. Yeah, definitely hanging out with Cody, uh, probably Cass as well. And I think, and of course, this is up to, to Rachel, but I think maybe Heb and Eloise do some of their homework together because they did have a pretty deep conversation at the end of the winter solstice night. And Heb has like a, a respect for Eloise, I think, that he didn't have before. Um, Andrew and I are just begging to be friends with Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I was just about to say, that. I, I don't think I would, would say that Heb considers Eloise to be like a, a friend like he does Cody. But mm-hmm. definitely just kind of like a, all right, like you're all right kind of kind of deal. Um, but other than that, yeah. definitely doing some some more Quidditch practice. He like he likes to fly in his his broom slash staff to clear his mind and get some of those thoughts out of his head. So that's probably what Heb is doing. Yeah, um, I will say that Hagrid um, sends you an owl every week mm-hmm. um, to invite you down. So even on the weeks that you aren't able to make it or you decide not to go, he always sends. And um, he didn't do that last semester, but now that Luna is no longer on the grounds, he has been making more of an effort to connect with the students um, like he used to because he's been picking up more of the slack as a professor and once again as a groundskeeper now that he doesn't have um, as much help. I think like sometimes Heb doesn't want to go just because he's like, you know, of course, you know, like the half giants would. Baba be super close, blah, blah, blah. But he is starting to care less and less about that. So mm, probably yeah. every like three, two to three weeks he goes to Hagrid's. Awesome. Um, Eloise, what have you been doing over the last few months? Well, after the argument with uh, her father, not really even an argument since Eloise didn't say anything, just sort of a, you know, <laughs> a, um, verbal dressing down from her father. She's been all out of sorts. The rest of her winter spring, winter break was spent in, you know, sullen silence, mostly in her room, if not out on the grounds with uh, her hippogriff. Um, and then when she came back to Hogwarts, also was not looking forward to that in general because she's, you know, she already doesn't want to be there. But she also totally just slam dunked Longbottom. <laughs> and while it was... Pretty More like long bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it was Yo. pretty great at the time, and she felt good about it. Um, no regrets about is, that. She's still now that it's faded away, not looking forward to seeing him again because she has come to realize that she is eleven, and he's like what forty? How old is he? He's he an adult. In his thirties. He can uh, he can drive. Thirty, but he looks forty. <laughs> he has a bank account. He is he's not an eleven year old. He has Only a flying car license. <laughs> oh my god! Balding. Anyway, no, his hair is luscious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she she kind of whenever she's not on the soccer pitch, the football pitch, um, or in classes, she's usually in 
<laughs> she's usually in the Slytherin common room doing homework. And I would say that Cody and Heb generally gravitate towards her instead of her seeking them out, but she doesn't dismiss them. Um, okay. But Fair. she's not like going out of her way to do any more hijinks or anything like that. But she's definitely still talking to them, that sort of thing, whatever. Um, yeah. She's just not actively seeking it out. I think Cody is uh, I, subconsciously like uh, like trying to make this a hijinks-free semester <clears throat> as well. <laughs> oh, interesting. The only person she's still seeking out to hang out with and play games of Wizard's Chess with are Cass. Is Cass. I was going to ask if mm-hmm. um, things are still good with Cass. Oh, we're still good. So, wonderful. Thank you for sharing what you've been doing the last few months. Um, it seems like things are not quite um, tense, but maybe just a little bit... Um, the new normal. There, yeah, there's a new there's a new normal since the events there are of the unprecedented Christmas times. Gala. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh my okay. God. So yes, I would like to before one more thing before we really um jump into right here right now is I'm gonna have you all roll me some dice. What? It's um, to see how you have been progressing in your studies with lupin so here's what i'm going to ask um i would like each of you to roll me a d20 with your highest um modifier uh because this is something that is um a strength for you so I'm, I'm assuming gonna, probably um, charisma for uh, Cody. Yeah, I'm gonna roll the dice that you Rowan gifted me, uh, not Christmas before last. Oh, uh, that's a twenty-one. Thank you. Merry wow, Christmas. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'm um, also rolling those dice. What? Uh, I rolled online. <laughs> <laughs> I got nineteen. Wow. Okay. Well, is that a 19 uh, strength? Yes. My turn. This is with the wisdom modifier. I'm going to roll it on the table so everybody at home can hear it. That's a 19. Wow. Oh we are gosh. up right now. Eloise, I'll start with you. We'll go in backwards order. Eloise, since you are doing so well, you, um, oh, terrific. you get the, to cast the spell speak with animals once per day oh, hold on hold on I was to say, are you this... telling me i can now speak with parfait <laughs> yes Ooh. let me explain let me explain let me explain so speak with animals um in D um is is pretty all-encompassing so you're not quite there yet but basically here's how is it is explained to you by teddy Eloise, I'm I'm so pleased with how you've been progressing in your studies. Um, Thanks. (laughs) I have noticed that you are not only adept at parcel tongue, but at the language of other animals as well. Um, This is something that I'm not sure if you've noticed yet, or if it's just something that has come innately to you. Um... But I believe if you continue your studies, then eventually you will 
perhaps be able to speak with animals uh, much more often and with a wider variety. Um, so basically, right now it works primarily on reptiles and birds. Oh, snake descendants, of course. Yes, of course. Um, um, I think we so, all knew, by the yes. way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in my brain, they're all, uh, they are related because dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there that you tracks. go. Yeah, that tracks. Sense, yeah. Wonderful. So, um, yes, so Eloise, you can cast this spell. It does not require any wild magic surge roll. So this is not something that will contribute to your wild magic surge at all. Um, and you can currently speak to birds and reptiles. Very exciting. Okay, so let's move on to Hebos. Yeah, always number two, baby. What's up? <laughs> Hebos, you will get the spell, again, without the magic, uh, wild magic surge, um, detect thoughts once per day without having to roll wisdom. Hype. Cody, again, without any wild magic surge, you will be able to cast alter self once per day oh my god (laughs) (laughs) please please (laughs) please don't make me regret this (laughs) so finally we are here it is the week after midterms you are all on a uh short break from school um it's just a week off and you all are well you tell me where where do you think you all are? It's probably midway through about Wednesday in the middle of your break. What are you all doing? What are you up to? Where are you? We should just check out the Shrieking Shack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's just get that <laughs> out of the way. Just, it's Jesus Christ. By the, the Shrieking Shack <laughs> is the, like the, the dungeon on Hogwarts' campus. <laughs> I Rowan could... Um... Could we say, like, Cody, like, at lunch, like, bumps into Giuseppe or something? Absolutely. Let's, yeah, we'll say it's lunchtime. We'll start in the Great Hall and and move out from there. Um, Giuseppe is on his way out from the Gryffindor table, and you are on your way in, and you bump into him. And yeah, he... Cody's listening to music, so he doesn't see where he's going. Oh, yeah. Or he sort in, of uh, waves his... and... I'd, or, um... Um, I think, like, actually literally bumps into him. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I go, oh, hey, um, G- Giuseppe. I, I really tried to think of a nickname for you, but uh, I, G-Man. Uh, G-Man. I, uh... <laughs> G-Man. Everyone around us starts saying it. <laughs> it catches G-Man. on so quick. Literally instantaneously. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's the G-Man <laughs> from the Ravenclaw table. G-Man. <laughs> oh, I, I really hope I didn't just ruin your social stand in here. Um, uh, that's all right. But, um, that, how, how are you doing, Cody? I just, um, you know, taking it sleazy on a spring break. Um, <laughs> I do not know this. It's a phrase? It's a Hufflepuff thing. Uh, <laughs> the Hufflepuff table is immediately huh. like, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't think, um, well, everything happened so quick back um, at the Shorewell house. Um, I didn't get a chance to say, you know, thanks for um, thanks for helping us out. 
Oh, yeah. I, I should uh, I should thank you for helping me out. I mean, I was there first. I probably would have uh, got my butt kicked if it wasn't for you. Ah, you know. Yeah. I, just, I just kind of went in like a Slavic direction. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oh. but, you know, oh, I'm doing my best here. You got something in your throat, Giuseppe? It looks like <laughs> kind of choking. It looked like the dragon was headed to hell again. <laughs> <laughs> I eat that a meatball. <laughs> hey, Cody, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so you know, are you okay, Cody? You're sweating quite a lot. Yeah, I do that. Um, it's kind of hot today, you know. So, um, well, I just, um, I guess I wanted to say, um, you know, I it's been a while since I last saw you. Um, we see each other all the time. We go to the same school. I mean, like, before... What, uh, what music are you listening to? You get the sense that he is, like, on another level. So okay. Just fully, like... And I don't, I don't, I don't mean, like, he's, like, high or anything. Like, uh, he... He's, like... It would um, have been cool if he was, though. Dude's on hella uppers. It seems... I, you can you can roll an insight check Yeah, I'd on like it. to roll an insight yeah, check. Yeah, Because I'm forgetting how much, how well Cody knows uh, Giuseppe now. I, okay, I'll ask you this, Rowan, just, like, stepping out that has did cody meet giuseppe before the winter solstice yeah didn't we did we i thought we met him at the gala but i know him from oh would i have met him before that um yes uh yes you would have you would not have interacted much with him okay but you would have seen him, which is why you recognized him at the Christmas gala. So, okay, I'm going to roll this insight check to see if he knows who I am. <laughs> and I have negative one, so that's a nat one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, with a with a zero, <laughs> nat <laughs> one. Um, Giuseppe hates you. <gasps> Um, I mean, uh, he, uh, it's, it's so, it just clicks in your brain. It's so obvious to you now, obviously, like if he's not going to reach out to you after the Christmas gala, then it must mean that you did something wrong in the battle or like you, or maybe he does remember who you are and is like so upset about it for a reason that you don't even know but there is some something that is making him angry with you and he's just trying to get out of this yeah. conversation okay he, he just asked what music i'm listening to yeah and cody sheepishly goes um i'm, I'm listening to uh it's 2025 right yeah he goes i'm listening to it just came out uh driver's license olivia's version you know she got the like rights back and now she's like re-recording all her albums so, oh, I am not familiar with this. I, yeah, it's I listen... pretty good. Um, <laughs> driver's okay. license ten minute version, Olivia's version. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go now, Giuseppe. Um, all the best to oh, you, I, and I like... um, all the best to your family. You know, um, and then oh, Cody uh, sprints away. I, I'll goodbye, my friend. Um, wonderful. So, um, the two of you are, um, as far as I know, sitting at the slithering table, eating lunch. What would you like to do? And by you two, I mean, um, not Cody, Eloise <laughs> and Hebos, the two that have not been doing a scene ah, with me. Too. Actually, <laughs> I had a different idea. Actually? Okay. Yeah, so, I was thinking, uh, Hebos, 
Hebos uh, grabbed lunch. Definitely grabbed lunch. A couple plates. Uh, and then mm-hmm. took his lunch, uh, like, outside to Hagrid's. He, he's, like, not, he's not, he's, like, not going to knock on the door. But he's, like, sitting kind of in the shade, like, back up against the hut. Just, like, reading a book and eating is kind of what my thought was. I think as you walk down to, before you can even sit down, the door swings open. All right there, lad! She still got it. Still got it. Uh, uh, yes, I just felt like uh, eating outside today, I suppose. Oh, I'll join you out here then. Uh, right. And he, uh, he comes out and it takes a long time time like an uncomfortably long time for him to get to the ground but he does sit on the ground with you (laughs) he's so large and he's getting really old so it takes him a minute but he does sit down with his um and he gives you a rock cake and takes one for himself and starts eating naturally i'll I'll eat the rock cake but i do still have two two full plates of a great hall food just gonna eat Well, awkwardly, I feel like maybe it's it's been a minute since because midterms were were coming up and Heb was busy studying. So, so how is school going? How is your midterms going? Quidditch practice, everything going all right? Well, I'm definitely staying busy. Um, it's going all right. It's been flying around a lot. Those pledges have it coming, as always. They're <laughs> uh, no no they're no match for you though. I'm sure. Uh, something like that. I think I did pretty well on midterms. Just potions. I yeah, potions was never my favorite, but Quidditch has been going good. School's been going good. Um, I had some weird things happened at the Sharwell Christmas Gala this year. Um, obviously, I don't have. Um, we've not really had a chance to talk about this yet. I didn't think. I thought I'd give you some time to sort of process. I could give you some straight answers if 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 I have them, but I'm not sure if I have the information you're uh, looking um, for. But I I just want wanted to let well, you know I, I am here uh, to talk. I I don't know, I haven't really talked much about it except to my dad, but he's hasn't really been giving me a whole lot of straight answers. Oh, he pats you on the head, says, "Uh, it's all right." Offers you more rock cake. You just sort of sit in silence. Uh, I don't think he's going to say anything, but he's just going to like lean over and put his head on Hagrid's shoulder for a few minutes. Cool. Eloise, what are you up to? I think I am not in the dining hall and I've taken my food back or maybe finished early. And instead mm-hmm. I'm in the Slytherin common room, which I think I called the great room before, which is not the name of it. And never has been. Um, the common it's an okay room. room. <laughs> I'm in the rec room, um, and I'm playing wizard's chess with Cass. Um, he is. Uh, roll me an insight check. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I had to put my my dice back in the bag because my cats were attacking it. Uh, <laughs> um, that's a seventeen. Uh, 17, Cass is letting you win. (gasps) (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm gonna play this out. Eloise is gonna sort of squint her eyes at him. He squints back. And she's gonna say, 
Knight to d4. I don't know how to play chess. Rowan trying to remember a single chess piece. <laughs> uh, My god, it's like watching Professor X and Magneto. <laughs> Is this knight, the Queen's Gambit? <laughs> knight to... Uh, uh, wait. Knight to e2. You know, Cass, you're a pretty good chess player. Oh, th- uh, thank you. Um, I, my, uh, uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> you're just being nice. Yeah, but I'd say you're good enough to recognize an open Sicilian squeeze when you see it. Uh, I, I Which is making me wonder about. why you're letting me win. There's got to be some chess master listening to our show just, like, foaming at the mouth right now. Honestly, I don't know a goddamn thing about That's a completely made-up move that just came out of my mouth. That's hilarious. I believed it. No. I truly believed. I was like, Rachel knows something about It's 2025, okay? I'm cutting out you saying it's a fake move. I'm just gonna... It's real. We'll make it real. It's real in Wizards chess. I'm sure yeah, Giuseppe knows yeah. it. It's a Sicilian Probably. squeeze. It's Sicilian. Yeah, of course he does. I, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm not letting you in. Come on, Cass. We're friends. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. <sighs> All right. Well, we've just not, we've not really talked about it much, but I've been a little bit mm, worried about you. And so I just was trying to do something nice. We've not really talked about like Christmas or I well like, <laughs> Professor Lovegood or anything. I mean, like there's really. Like, let me just stop right there. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm so fine, and there's really nothing to talk about from Christmas, which is why I haven't talked about it because I'm fine. Mm, I don't. I don't know. We are friends, Eloise. I and I feel like I know you pretty well. You're saying I'm fine a lot, and I just I don't think you are. I, I mean, just out of purely curiosity's sake, I kind of want to know what happened to Professor Lovegood because nobody's talking about it, and it's really weird. And I know you were there, and and. If I had been there, I think it would have probably been scary. And I don't know. I I was just I just I just wanted you to know that I'm here. If if you want to talk, you've had a long time to sort of. Eloise's response is going to sound very on rote, like repeated, rehearsed, that kind of thing. So she's she's gonna. It's just like everyone else has been saying, and it's just like my parents have said. Professor Lovegood left abruptly. To our surprise. And she's yet to return. Roll me a deception check. That's gonna be a six. <laughs> he But I'm not eyes. technically lying. No, I know. Um he squints his eyes at you and he's like, I just I know that that's not the whole truth, but I'm not gonna push it any further because I I know that pushing you further doesn't do anything. So um I just want you to know that I'm here and and if and when you do want to talk, I'm here and I'm probably going to keep letting you win at Wizard's Chess because I feel bad and I don't know how else to help. So There's nothing to help with. I'm fine and so is the Shorewell Estate. 
Wow. Pawn to b3. Wonderful. So school commences, uh, is back in session. Is as, there anything that you would like to do as school commences? At some point, I would like to find the other two <laughs> to talk. Do it. I might, um, ooh, no, I'll come in with, like, to, to the great, like, not the, I almost, you almost, I almost said great room. You, you're pointed the seat in my head, yeah. The okay. Slytherin. I come to the Slytherin, uh, common, common area. Slytherin? Slytherin. Do you I Slytherin? Sl- I Slytherin. Like the Grinch. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I come in and I have a plate I, I brought from, uh, the dining hall. I have a plate with the three cupcakes hall. on it. Aw. And I bring it over and I say, Eloise Hebos? And like I knock on wood as I say this, we have gone three months without any shenanigans. And that is the longest since we've started going to school here. So I thought that was cause for celebration. Cass looks up from his homework and sees the three cupcakes and then is like, um, I, uh, I actually have to, I have to go, go to Well, no, Cass. No, no, it's it's all right. It's, it's the middle of the day. I have to, I have, uh to go um that's all right it's all right i i have to go anyway it's fine it's fine no you're well, totally you can fine have I, mine. No, no 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 it's fine i he uh like trots off <laughs> okay out of well, the southern room. i didn't want to be rude but it is kind of an us thing you know yeah, that's <laughs> my friend but he's not really part of this friend group and i can be friends with like both groups separately no for sure yeah it's like it's like, like I, I, can I still like them both the same <laughs> I'm friends with Penny, and Penny was involved in the last shenanigans. And I don't but like she... Penny. <laughs> when was that established? <laughs> what? No, I'm fine with Penny. Eloise, just like Rachel, hates women. Heather's going to pick up the cupcake and is just going to kind of smile a little bit. He's going to go, cheers. Smash and get it with the last one on. <laughs> Eloise is going to take her cupcake and say, uh, yes, pip pip, cheerio, all that. Yeah, Lakayam. Uh, I just want to say, I guess I wanted to say, you know, I I didn't want to make a huge deal of it, but I am is when when we're getting attacked by a ghost, a poltergeist, or some sort of thing, or or if our professors are vanishing out of thin air, I'm glad that you guys have my back during that. But I'm even more glad when we can just sort of be students like this. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I've just been worrying about homework for the past three months. Me? Homework? That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> you guys didn't know me before, but that's insane. Speaking of which, what if, what did you get on that potions essay? <laughs> um, let me check. <laughs> uh, Cody opens wizard power school. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. He, he got an A and he goes, ah, uh, yeah, I got a C on that one. Um, oh really? I thought it was super easy. I got an A. Well, that's that's great for you guys. I'm happy that you all did so well. <laughs> yeah, inches slams down the quill. Cody doesn't want Eloise to think he's stupid, so he goes to screenshot his score in Senator, <laughs> but he accidentally texts it into the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a that's an interesting question. Um, Hebos, do you have? Uh, would you say you have? Like a flip phone. Have we discussed this before? Do you have like oh, a? They have. He has a BlackBerry. No, Do you I have think... a, a phone at all? Yeah, I think Heb has like an iPhone five. Okay, super super small. So oh my cracked. god, it's so tiny in your so hand. So tiny. The it's... screen is definitely cracked. So cracked. Oh man. So uh, yeah. Um, how are y'all? What are y'all up to? Great. 
<laughs> Cody doesn't even finish asking. <laughs> She's... Honestly, oh. I'm kind of ready to go home for the holiday. Oh, Cody, you're going to have to go back to America soon. Yeah, but you guys aren't like, going to like hang out without me over the summer, are you? <laughs> I think at that, Evan and Elvis are just going to look at each other and be like, I don't think you're going to worry about that. <laughs> how, does, how does Cody feel about this the, this sort of realization that's a great point i think and you can like uh this is a note to kellen and rowan in the edit pipe in some real like shire type music like sweeping <laughs> fiddle music i think you know despite everything uh talladega is still like cody's home you know his that's kind of where his heart is and i think he like misses it you know he's kind of, he's a little homesick you know like he, he yeah it's kind of this weird like both hogwarts is starting to really feel like home but you know, Talladega is still like this other part of him. Um, so do you think, uh, and this is a question for all three of you, you have been keeping close contact with your family since Christmas. And if so, what do you think the contents of the letters have been? I think the Shorewells have been keeping Eloise on a tight leash, which means letters at least once a week, usually twice, not giving her updates from home, but just requesting updates from Hogwarts. If Pippa can send, sometimes if Pippa sends a letter her on her own, which is one of the weeks where she might get two letters instead of one a week, if Pippa sends a letter on her own, it's more concerned with her well-being. Um, but otherwise, it's just Lucian requesting great updates, updates on uh, her classmates of pure blood standing, that sort of thing, whatever. Yeah, uh, I think maybe Aaron has made a little bit more of an effort to, to write Heb, uh, and Heb definitely will write him as well if he feels like it. And I think they just kind of talk about like normal stuff, just so Heb can kind of get out of his head a little bit. Like, how was your day? Like, what did you eat today? Stuff like that. <laughs> how was your day? What did you eat? How many did steps anything, did, did you anything take? funny <laughs> happen at school today? Like, stuff like that. <laughs> Um, Cody just texts his dad and aunt, uh, and he's yeah. still in his group chat with his boys, but, um, oh, yeah. it, it's getting kind of harder and harder. Like the context is kind of dissolving a little bit for him. Like they're mm -hmm. kind of, cause they're still hanging out all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of texts of like, I'm here or like, uh, what time tonight, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, like memes of like inside jokes that he doesn't quite get, uh, and Bro, that Loki happened with me, Kyle, and Justin when I went to school. So Crazy. It's, you, it might be like I'm basing this off of <laughs> real experience. And also, the, oh, the time difference, too. Like, by the time he wakes up the in the power, morning, like, yeah. yeah, it's all shout out to Rachel. Um, yeah. It's, does, like, he get it's the, all, does he get the single friends. word good morning text? <laughs> yeah. Every morning. Every as morning. I, It was not every morning. It was as many mornings as I It was almost I every remember. single morning. Yeah, that's like, and also like just, he texts uh, his dad and Aunt Maggie quite a bit, uh, like just to tell him how, it used to be like how his day was, but I think now as he's settled in more, it's like how his week was, you know? But uh, talking about summer, Cody goes, oh, you just reminded me, you guys, Talladega every 4th of July throws like this big like county fair, like party festival thing. You guys should like, you guys should you, should you guys should come on over for that. Oh, if you can. What you said it's still on the fourth of July. Is that yes. like a holiday or something? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Does yeah, have sure. know what the fourth of July is? Huh? Does have know what the fourth of July is? <laughs> Probably not. 
<laughs> but yeah, they got like they, there's like rods, there's like Ferris wheels, there's like these games, there's funnel cakes. Have you guys ever had a funnel cake? Um, no. Once In fact, I don't one, think I've ever been to a fair before. Like a a market or something? Is that where they have helter skelters? I've heard of those. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but let's say sure. Yeah. Y- y'all should come to America over the summer. Well, if I can... And then Eloise stops herself. She says, I'll make a request with my parents. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cody says that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Eloise, I had this, I've had this problem before with my friends back home. I'm going to get my Aunt Maggie in touch with your mom. She'll she'll smooth everything over. You know, um, as charming as that sounds, I I think it might be in your Aunt Maggie's best interest to take a step back from the Shorewolf family for the moment. That sounds like a threat, but I won't see it as such. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the same goes for you, Hub. I think um, Mr. Remington would be unprompted. That's a threat. I feel. <laughs> Hub is just gonna say, no complaints there. <laughs> Eloise is gonna she's gonna look down but she's gonna smirk a little bit <laughs> nice yeah and then we sit in silence for an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I think the, the next day the three of you are probably walking to um, your next class together that you have because uh, you do have classes together still on some days of the week um and as you do, I would like all of you to roll uh, perception checks. 13. 13. 12. Uh, 9. Awesome. Um, Eloise, you see this. Uh, Cody and Hebos, you do not. Um, uh, but as you pass Professor Longbottom's classroom, or his, his office, rather, which is in the building, as you pass his office, you notice that he is speaking with um, Penny and with a, another person that looks a lot like Penny, who you've never seen before. An like old, a, a much, much older man. Okay, never mind. Um, <gasps> oh, not this uh, traitor. With, with platinum blonde hair that's kind of like, it's balding, but also like spiked up all over the place. Kind of, uh, honestly, kind of looks like... Um, like uh, like Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love how. It- <laughs> but with platinum blonde hair and also not a cartoon. Cody is peeking in through like the little like rectangle window every classroom door has, and he whispers <laughs> to the others, "Neville's in there, or Professor Longbottom's in there with Penny, and I think Rick Sanchez is also." <laughs> Would I recognize on sight that this is Luna Lovegood's father who betrayed the trio? You would be able to intuit that that would be the case. You have not met him personally. Right, but I know who he is because of the sacred tomes. Correct. What's his name? Uh, Xenophilius. Xenophilius, I knew it was something weird. Yeah. Um, Xenophilius. She made it, sorry, out out of pod for a second. She made a name that was so close to xenophobe. (laughs) Xenophilius, are you kidding me? Anyway, (laughs) Elise is... When she sees this, she's going to flatten herself against the wall really quickly. And she's going to, like, motion to the others to flatten themselves, too, up against the wall next to her. And she's going to, like, turn Peter in over her shoulder towards the the, uh, the door, towards the window. However she saw into the classroom. 
Um, so the door is is open. Okay. Um, is is ajar just a little bit. Um, so as you were passing, you just happen to sort of like see. Okay, she's gonna go. Come on, come on. Uh, we, I, I find myself against the wall, and then Hevos finds himself without looking against me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna have a, tries his best to flatten himself against the wall. Interesting. Why don't you roll me stealth checks? Me too. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, twenty-two. That's gonna be a, a five, even though it was my plan. That's okay. Uh, two of you passed. This was a group stealth check, so I, I just needed two of you to <sighs> pass. Um, now I need you all to make your own individual perception. While can I can I whisper something to them while we're doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. By the way, I'm gonna say. Well, um, you guys, Penny is in there, and she's in there with. I think her grandfather, Xenophilius. Do you guys? I I know I know Cody doesn't know who that is. Yeah, Hebs on red alert. Hold on, I'm gonna roll my perception check. Although his name does kind of sound like xenophobe, and I know what that means. So <laughs> I, I got I, I got an eleven it, on perception. It's like some sort of bad rider. <laughs> bad rider who wants me to not trust this person. Uh, Cody, you're the only one who is able to overhear this conversation at this point. Um, they're speaking in hushed tones. But what I'm going to say is that Hebos um, flattened himself against Cody on accident <laughs> and pushed his ear like up against the wall. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so it's That's kind great. of like, so he's like listening <laughs> through the wall. And you hear Penny first being like, um... Grandfather, I. This is the first time I've seen you in so long. Why? Why now? Why now? Why here? Why couldn't this wait until holiday? Like I, I don't understand. I'm fine here with Neville. I don't need you to be here. And um, the man who you presume to be Xenophilius respond, "I'm here because you are my granddaughter, and my daughter has disappeared, and." I don't know what that means for me. And so I need your help to figure that out because I don't have my daughter to help me figure that out. Professor Longbottom, thank you so much for taking care of her while her mother has been gone. Now I'm going to take her and we are going to leave a bit early. And Professor Longbottom is just, um, sighs heavily and is like, I will have to... We'll have to take this up with, with Headmistress Granger. It's not really common practice for, especially in a boarding school um, like like Hogwarts, and especially since um, the 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 second falling of of uh, Lord Voldemort, we we typically do not just allow adults to take children unless it's a very special circumstance, especially because you you're not legally. Her, her, her guardian at, at this po- point um and penny's just just making a lot of like really confused sort of whimpering noises like she's obviously crying and um doesn't really understand what's going on and doesn't want to leave school um and that's uh what you are able to hear i get the sense that neville also doesn't trust this guy because of his past of treachery i'm gonna look at the other two and kind of squint 
motion my head to the side, kind of jerk it to the side, indicating that we should skedaddle, but discuss what we've just heard. I'll say as like Cody like starts to follow Eloise, he like looks back to the open door and like a part of him just wants to run in there. But the other part of him remembers how good the shenanigans free cupcake was. And he's like, oh, it was good while it lasted. And he follows Eloise. As you briskly walk away, go ahead and give me a group dexterity saving throw. (laughs) Uh, 13. 10. So all of you um, run into Professor Lupin. Um, <laughs> literally Wait, what? run into him. And because Hebos is um, about as tall, if not a little bit taller than him, um, he is like knocked back a little bit and is like, whoa. We bump into him uh, in order from like shortest to tallest. So it's like, <laughs> it's, oh my God. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I couldn't remember if Eloise or Cody was shorter. It's definitely Cody. No matter how much they grow, Eloise will always be canonically like an inch taller than Cody. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so you all bump into each other and Professor Lupin is sort of knocked back. He's able to regain his balance before falling completely on his ass. But he he sort of backs up and he's like, why are you all walking so fast? Uh, just a risk, I, We risk have walk. places to be. I'm just We're so excited. We all have places to be. I'm not trying to knock anybody else over. Well, isn't it so much better when we get there quickly? I'm sorry. You know, I'm very large. I, you can always <laughs> live where I'm going sometimes. Just growing. What are your children up to? No, nothing. I'm doing, I'm walking fast for calisthenic exercises because there is no gym at this school and I have to maintain. It's a good point. Physical- <laughs> yeah. Give me perception or uh, deception checks. <laughs> Oh, is, this, is this a group one? Yeah. Came to the wrong fucking neighborhood. 16. Seven. <laughs> From uptown. That's going to be an eight. <laughs> he looks at Hebos and is like, you are quite large. <laughs> that was the but worst I thing still, <laughs> but I, But I still think something is going on. Also, you're going the wrong way. We're going to Defense Against the Dark Arts. Let's go. And you will see me in my office after class, yeah? The, oh, the right. You want to hang out? Or... No. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you have that here too. Uh, not exactly. Um, uh. No, I will see you after class to talk about what this is, what just happened, because obviously something is going on now. Well, Teddy, you should know. The today, Professor Lupin. Yeah, when when Cody says Teddy, Eloise lets out like a little squeak because she knows you're not supposed to address the professors by their first name, but definitely not Mr. Professor Lupin. Oh yeah, the head just goes. Oh. <laughs> Teddy, look, I mean Professor Lupin, wink. <laughs> we are. You should know. Today marks three months without shenanigans for us. Mm-hmm. We, are sh- we are shenanigans free. It's a new record. It's a new record for us. It's a new record for me in my entire life. That's true. Well, you can understand why I would be a little bit suspicious. Yeah, I know. And we'll talk about it, my man. We'll, we'll... Yes, we will. Now, class, <laughs> Mr. Calloway. All right. Eloise is already on <laughs> And you way. go to Defense yeah, Against the Dark Arts. Heb just pulls Cody to class. <laughs> yeah, you have a wonderful class. You're learning more about the spell you just recently learned. Um, you're practicing the spell 
um, a harmless version of the spell um, that you just learned, Telum. And then after class, Lupin calls you three into his office and asks you to please explain. As we're walking to his office, I'm going to say to Heaven, um, Cody, I'll be like, just stay cool. And oh my God, Cody, if you call him Teddy again, I'm going to strangle you. I'm sorry, Eloise. Is somebody jealous of the casual friendship I have with I, our professor? No, that's not that. I, I, <laughs> Cody, while while Eloise is stammering, Cody backs into defense against <laughs> the dark arts, snapping like a jet in West Side Story. Cody's a little bastard. <laughs> Eloise is blushing furiously with her hands balled up into fists at her side, and she storms in after like him. Arthur. <laughs> Cody's relapse. Cody's having a shenanigans relapse. It's going. <laughs> it's really bad. Have just kind of like looks between the two of them for a second, and then just like chuckles. <laughs> um. Uh, so you walk in. Uh, Lupin flicks his wrist, and the the door shuts. <laughs> and he sits you down, and he's like, "So, children, please." Just level with me. Just be honest. What was happening before class that made you act so weird? He like runs his hand through his hair like tiredly. It's very hard. Eloise cannot resist. And she says, we just saw Penny and Professor Love. Or, I, I, it's, um, Neville? And that's it. <laughs> Penny's grandpa, um, xenophobe or something. He, um. That's what it yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> He's coming to take her out of school, and it just seems a little shady. And I'm I'm not too caught up on the. the wait, pre- whoa, wait, slow down. Um, okay. So Pro- Professor Longbottom was in his office with Penny Lovegood mm-hmm. and Xenophilius. I don't uh, know if that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand why you would think that. <laughs> he um, he's kind of seems like bad news, but... And Professor Lupin, Cody hasn't even read the books. And he just got that impression just from seeing him through the door. That's true. He kind of looked like Rick Sanchez. I, to be fair, the books don't exactly paint everyone in a complete picture. Well, um, he was trying to take Penny away. Yes, that that is... um. That is concerning. Why are they letting this man Insight checks. Insight. Insight. Uh, two. Um, 14. Uh, 21. I would like to start with Cody. Um, (laughs) Cody, Lupin seems really, really annoyed, specifically with you for bumping into him. Oh, Still. Like, he has not gotten over it, and it's, it's like... You're pretty sure that this is probably going to end in a detention. Eloise, he looks tired. Uh, He looks confused. uh, And he looks frustrated at this new information that you have just given him. But does he look cute? Always. (laughs) Um, Hebos, you get the sense that he is genuinely um, a little bit afraid and he's trying to mask it. But you can you can tell when somebody is afraid. You just had a really terrifying experience, and you saw a lot of fear, and you felt a lot of fear. And you tend to be more empathetic to that to that specifically, to fear specifically now. Um, and you can like smell it on him. Like it's just like he hearing the name Xenophilius means something bad to him. Heb is gonna like look up at him, kind of like with his head down, and he's gonna say. 
Isn't there anything you can do? Thank you for, um, sharing this with me. I don't know if I would have been told otherwise. Yes. But why wouldn't they you. tell you? I, You're a professor too. An important professor. Not everybody sees me as, as important. <gasps> uh, I appreciate that, uh, Mr. Remington. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Cracking his knuckles um, as he says it. <laughs> it's, it's truly, it's, it's not a big deal. I, I will see what I can do. I am at least on, I think, decent terms with Professor Longbottom. So, um, that's good because we're not. <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have a conversation with. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I, I'll have a conversation with him, and I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. But, um, thank you for for this information. It, it, it doesn't mean anything good. Oh, good. Uh, well, that's what we thought, but well, we're hoping we were wrong. We're not getting a detention, are we? A deten for what? <laughs> Running into me? Tony, shut up. What? <laughs> Should I? Am I supposed? To? No, Would, no, does no, that no, 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 no. You know, it you does, know the American. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. I. Hang on, sorry. That... What does that mean? <laughs> oh, you know what it means. <laughs> You're you're free you're free to go. No All detention. Right. I yeah. And just for the record, this is something we should definitely not get involved with. <laughs> Wink. He looks at you and squints his eyes and is like, Mr. Calloway, you just told me that you were three months shenanigan free. Now, if you think that this is worth breaking that excellent, excellent step. Then step. perhaps... Cody looks down at the coin he got. <laughs> <laughs> From the, um, the legion of well-behaved boys. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that this is worth, you know, jeopardizing your reputation with the LWBB. <laughs> then perhaps there is more information that you can get. But I think, I think that you should not get involved. And he gives you an equally large wink. Excellent. Cody, like, it has like so much adrenaline right now. Does Mr. Lupin want to want to get into hijinks with us? Cody gives a single nod and goes outside Lupin's office and starts doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are we dipping then? Yes, you're you're free to go. He flicks his wrist again and the door opens. Shit, um, The door was never like the door was never like locked or anything. Just to make sure, completely appropriate. You could have left at any point. There are cameras everywhere. It's it's all it's all okay. You're 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 all safe. Just wanted to There's make cameras that very in here. Clear. All, yes, cameras <laughs> everywhere, all over the place. Um, not in the bathrooms, obviously, or anything like that. But in, in the in the offices of uh, the professor offices, of course. Yes. Um, See, now I'm really worried about this techno monster. <laughs> Um, before everybody leaves, Heb is just gonna he, like we all stand, I think, and Heb is gonna say, "You'll let us know what you find out, won't you?" I will, if you will, Mister. <gasps> oh my God! Heb is gonna smile and he's gonna say, "All right then, mate." 
(laughs) And so the lad was born. Yeah. So what would you like to do with all of this new information? Sounds like we were encouraged, but kind of not encouraged to check it out. Oh, we were encouraged. Yeah. The wink was explicit. Here's the game plan. All right. No, not here's the game plan. We're all a bit more powerful. The game powerful plan? Male. My favorite movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Madison Pettis? Yes. Really, Eloise? I didn't <laughs> know that about you. <laughs> um, it's a classic. Cass yells from down the hall, Did you say game plan? Oh my Cass God. goes barreling down the hall full speed. <laughs> so w- w- what do we think is the first step in this? Well, we need to get in contact with her before she's taken from the castle. Which means the person that's going to have the best chance of doing that is you, Cody. Talk to my friend? Easy. Got it. Um, While you're coming up with the rest of this plan, I'm going to go take my medication. I think it's cool if I don't know. Cool, cool. So here's the plan. Cody has to take leg one because he's got to get info from Penny. How are you going to do that? The last conversation you had with Penny didn't go very well. Yeah, but we're rock solid now. Are you sure? (laughs) I mean, the stakes, I feel, are, like, slightly lower. Lower? Well, it just, I mean, before it was like, oh, my God, something's wrong with her mom. You know, her mom's, like, freak, you know, having this, like, all weird magic shit. Now it's just that she might be taken away and I'll never see her again. Cody swallows really hard. (laughs) Yeah, that does sound a little bit more serious. It sounds Cody is a little sweating. Serious. Cody is sweating. He's pale. Okay. All right. Um. So well, think, think of it like a like a Quidditch match. Like there's a goal. You have to quaff. Famously, and... not good for me. Well, all right then. I have a feeling when you see her in the Hufflepuff common room, that will be the last time she you will see her because that's going to be when she's packing her stuff. That's my assumption. All right. You two do what you need to. I'm going to go talk to Penny. Great. I'll see you guys tonight. And then I'm going to take you to the Huffle, and I'm going to book it to the Hufflepuff common room. How about some Eloise enjoy a, a nice casual stroll to the Slytherin common room? <laughs> They're like casing the joint. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so you you book it to the Hufflepuff common room. You find Penny. Um, she, look, she, um, basically what it looks like is it looks like she has started to try and pack clothes, but gotten frustrated and thrown them all over the common room. Hey, I, like I'm kind of picking up the clothes just to be nice and like, you know, help her. I'm like, hey, Penny, what's up? Are you going somewhere? She sniffs and she's like, I, I'm not really sure. I, I think I'm, I think I'm supposed to be leaving with my granddad, but I don't want to. When are you leaving? Like today, tonight, or? I don't know. He he was off to get some sort of food of some sort. I think he's off in Hogsmeade while I pack. Um, so like, as soon as I'm done, I. Pity. I'm sorry. I promise. I I'm gonna come clean with you. Hebos. Eloise and I, we were walking by Longbottom's room, and we heard most of it, and we are here to help. Oh, you heard? Okay, um, you you know I've I've not seen my granddad in a long time. Yeah, and we know that, no offense, your granddad's kind of a bad dude. 
coming straight out of I, d- I don't I don't know about that. I, I've never I just don't know him very well and and my mum's gone and Professor Longbottom has been very nice to me and and I and I just thought maybe I could stay we with, want, with him for now and I I'm gonna like put my hand on her shoulders. We want more than anything for you to stay here. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's what I want as well. Alright, good. <laughs> Now you're going to have to bear with me for this next part. <laughs> when are when is he expecting you? I uh um like after I eat dinner? Who okay. Go about the rest of your day normal. Hell, even pack your bags. Go ahead and pack your bags. I'll help you if you want. Then after dinner, go straight to the Slytherin common room and that's and my associates will meet you there. I don't know where that is. <laughs> After dinner, go straight to me, and I will lead you to the Slytherin common room. She uh, gives you a big hug. And I return it. Gets tears and snot all over your it shoulder. <laughs> and then uh, Cody helps her pack, and that's the end of that. <laughs> that's end of phase all one. Right, move me over to phase two. Phase two. Cody is at dinner with sunglasses. <laughs> phase two. <laughs> shit gets a little freaky. <laughs> okay. Phase two. We're all at dinner. Unless they're getting dinner from Hogsmeade and Xenophilius and Penny are eating. Separately. No, Xenophilius is in Hogsmeade, presumably at a bar or something. And I, and I told uh, the I told the other two where Xenophilius are, where where he is. Where he is <gasps> oh, I just had an idea to add on uh, to this our is, plan. Uh, but maybe before dinner, like the Ocean's Eleven flashback before dinner. <laughs> okay. No, we can I, even I talk t- about this at dinner if you come over to the Slytherin table. Yeah, I do that. Okay. I pretend to be passing by, and I like, oops, I dropped something, and I like crouch over by your table. You're crouching, and it's like totally normal for you. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm tying my shoes. It's like more suspicious that you did that. (laughs) So how to go with Penny? Is she on board? Good. She, oh, she doesn't want to go. I didn't tell her all of it, but (laughs) it's probably better that she doesn't know all of it, just so that you know. If for some reason something goes wrong, she has a reasonable deniability. She has deniability. We'll meet you at the common room. We'll be outside. Sound good? Cody? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. I forgot which one you were talking to. Yes, that sounds good. Great. Okay, so as Heb and Eloise leave dinner, um, they're, they're going to like get a little bit down the hall, and Heb is going to like crack his neck. He's going to say, tell me about my magic. <laughs> he's going to close his eyes, and just for a for flair, he's going to like put all five of his fingers on one of the walls. And he's just going to cast out his legitimacy to the castle. Wait, I just had a thought. The castle is kind of like a living being in and of itself. It has different, like, it controls the staircases, that sort of thing. Heb, do you think you could sense the castle's thoughts? Oh my god. I can give it a go. I mean, I'm getting better at this sort of thing. Because that might help us find it could be kind of cool i think it'd be great (laughs) what (laughs) castle's got its own magic it's kind of alive in a sense so heb is testing a theory (laughs) listeners at home i wish you could see the pure look of befuddlement on rowan's face (laughs) i am sure that in the time she gave us did not think that even remotely close this was something we would attempt to do (laughs) uh give me an insight check 16. As you cast out your detect thoughts and you feel your legilimens 
more powerful in these past months than it ever has been before, you start to hear a lot of voices, a lot of voices. Um, and you remember the paintings um, that are all around Hogwarts. Oh my God. You're, and you, you get the sense that that's mostly what you're hearing right now as you cast your magic in into the castle itself. And it makes you wonder, you're not sure, but it's worth thinking about, it's a theory, that perhaps the magic of the castle and the magic of the paintings might be connected in some way. Okay, so coming to that realization, uh, Heb is going to like whisper in his mind and out loud because it helps him focus. He's going to say, can you show me? where I want to go. However, here's something I'm thinking. What if, follow me on this one, we sneak her out when she gets to the common room. We let her know that we know what's going on because we were eavesdropping and we sneak her out and we find, and Cody, I know you're not gonna know what this is, but Hebos is gonna be on my level. We find the room of requirement and we stash her away. And then we get Professor Lupin Tell him we did what he he asked us to do, which was to protect Penny, right? That's basically what he said. Yeah. And then we let him handle the rest. <laughs> there's only there's one problem with that plan. Cody's gonna roll a wisdom check to see if this is a good idea. <laughs> and well, uh, that's yeah. a nine. So he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typically, it's a bit more difficult to find a room of requirement than it's easier said than done. I think. Yeah, but I feel like we really require it. Uh, uh, um. You know, it's super vague. As... No, 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 no. I, I, yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, so. Uh, I guess I could focus on, if there's any paintings nearby, I could try to focus on one of them. Yeah. Um, give me, yeah. Give me a perception check. Perfect. Say with advantage. Oh, with advantage. Mm-hmm. 18. There's a painting nearby. Um, uh, where, where about in the castle do you think you are right now? We're probably like down, like down the hall from the great hall. Um, oh, in the, okay. Like in the direction so of the I, Slytherin common room. Do you know what? I think that you're probably near the, um, the Harry Potter Memorial. <gasps> um, so no you would be, way. you would be right <laughs> over by a portrait <laughs> A portrait of the the tree. Oh my god, this works! Oh, you already know. <laughs> yeah. This I'm plan going, might actually work. I'm going right for the trio, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, "Can you tell me where I need to go?" Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Fourteen. So the DC was thirteen. <gasps> I will tell. I will tell you that. You. So uh, the paintings are obviously moving. Harry, um, who you recognize, you just saw just a few months earlier, looks at you, kind of gives a little uh, sneaky, sly little smirk and winks and then points um, in the direction of the Slytherin common room and says, keep asking us. Oh, uh, Heb is going to wink back. So he uh, points you in the direction of the Slytherin common room. You would imagine that there would be more paintings on your own. Yeah. Okay. It's a scavenger hunt. Dope, 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 dope. Um, okay. 
Well, I guess we're going to have to find a painting down the hallway that would be sympathetic towards our cause. Well, he said keep asking us. So if there's any painting with one of the three of the minutes, I think we should go ahead and ask them again. <sighs> okay, well, let's walk in the direction of uh, the common room and keep our eyes peeled. Absolutely. And hope we can figure it out before Penny gets there. Um, Give me some investigation checks. This is going to be so That's difficult. a straight up six. Uh, that's a nine. You don't, see, you see a lot of paintings, but you, I think that the adrenaline of like trying to solve this mystery is, is starting to get to you a little bit and you're not able to find any particular paintings that like stick out to you. Shouldn't the castle know how much we need this room right now? Isn't that how it's supposed to work? I don't know if it's that easy a lot of the time. I mean, in the, the books with Harry Potter and all of them, it wasn't always as easy to find. Maybe we just need to keep asking. So I'm going to say every time you make an investigation check, another five minutes will have passed. Okay. Um, Can I make another one? Yep. So you can make another one. Five minutes have passed. Okay. I got a six this time. Can I say that while this is happening, I've like texted them and I say, text me when you find the room. Hamill just send back a thumbs up emoji. Okay. Like working on it. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think... Cody is going to take pity and, like, find some sort of, like, nook to hide in. So, uh, yeah, so you take her into this nook and she's like, my bags are are, are in the common room. Should Shit. I go and grab them? Or I, it, I didn't, does it look- I couldn't bring them to dinner, so I wasn't sure. Um, I just sort of left them. We, I don't, I don't think we should risk running in any, into anybody right now. So. All right. All right. Um. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so which I'm just waiting for the signal from my um, associates, and I rolled a thirteen. What did you roll? And uh, have six. Eloise, um, you don't find any pictures of the trio. Um, you do find a picture of uh, Jenny uh, Weasley. Oh, that counts. Because um, <laughs> you're you're still like sort of like in that hall, that great hallway, mm-hmm. right? And you have been sort of searching, but you're still in the general vicinity um, where, you know, all of the, the DA folk were. And also she's the, the minister. So obviously she's got pictures. all. I'm going to point at it and I'm going to look at Heb. I'm going to say, talk to her. Yeah. Hebel put his, his hand on the wall again, but this time he's not going to send, well, he's going to try something new. He's not going to send any thoughts to, to the painting of Ginny. But he's going to try to send through, like, his sense of urgency. And he's going to say, like, tell us how to get to what we require. A little on the nose. She um, points sort of, like, around a corner. So you're sort of veering off from the Slytherin common room. And she's like, you've got it. Keep looking. Thank, thank you. What direction did she point? So you're, you, like, turned a corner and... If you were to keep going straight and down, you would get into the Slytherin common room. So you're oh, like going away from it. Okay, okay, off, okay. Going away from it, like sort of in a new direction. Okay. So it's been ten um, minutes at this point. 
been 10 minutes at this point. So uh, checking in with Cody. Uh, are we just waiting? It's It's been yeah. a long time. Yeah. Have, have we told Professor Longbottom about this plan? Because I don't want him to freak out and think that I've I've gone he'll be fi- missing or anything. He'll be filled I... in. He'll be filled in. When, he'll be filled in? Yeah, he'll... he'll he, he, he's, he's in the know, all right? He's in, it's in, yeah. There's those who know Promised. and those who don't know. I hold up my pinky. She takes it. That's serious business, you know. We're like a foot in the, a foot away from each other in this nook, so Cody's hand is trembling <laughs> when he holds up his pinky. <laughs> so what? What? What is the plan? Can I know anything about the plan? Like, All right, so, should, um, is there anything that I should know? <laughs> they're still holding pinkies. He goes. I'm assuming that you're familiar with the room of requirement, correct? I, I mean, I've read the books, so yeah. <laughs> Everyone's throwing that in Cody's face. All right. Well. He's yeah, like, There's sure. A secret room. <laughs> um, I've told you, Cody. You have to read the books. You literally go to Hogwarts. Yeah, no. I I feel like I'm kind of absorbing a lot of it though, through like <laughs> just what other people say. So, right. um, so our plan is because you could argue we require you to stay here, and therefore we require a room that we can harbor you in. Safe haven. A bit of a safe haven, yeah. Like a little clubhouse, almost. Like a, like a little secret clubhouse. But what if the castle thinks that I'd be safer with my granddad? Do you think you would be safer with your granddad? Because, look, I, I hold up my phone like this. You say the word right now, I call this whole thing off. <laughs> Switch playing heads up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Driver's license accidentally starts playing and Cody goes, shit, all right. <laughs> Pauses it. I don't, I... I don't want to go with him. I I don't think I'd be safer with him. I, I don't know you. I don't even know where we would be going. I don't even know where his house is. So I, I suppose yeah. I I do need somewhere safe. But you promise Neville is gonna know about this. He, I mean I mean Professor Long Professor Longbottom. He'll be at least the second person now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll um, be within one of the first three people we tell. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a stealth check, Cody. Shit. Um, as you hide in this nook after dinner time. Uh, sixteen on the stealth check. Okay, that'll do it for now. For now. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, so we cut back to um the other two at minute ten. The snakes. Mm-hmm. The snakes. Investigation. Yep, investigation. Okay. Batty and bestie. Oh, an eight. A nat 20. <gasps> Yo! Critical. Absolutely huge. As you continue walking in the vague direction that um, the Minister of Magic pointed you in, you actually hit a dead end. And at this dead end is a huge portrait of headmistress granger and she look takes one look at each of you and then gives a cheeky little smile and says uh what can i do for you uh have looks at eloise and he says want to do the honors eloise is gonna look at the portrait of headmistress granger and smile back and say i think you know what we require ma'am nice touch with the ma'am Appreciate manners, always appreciated. And she, uh, similar to book seven, I believe it is, 
um, begins to walk away, like, uh, like into the painting further, um, and sort of beckons you to step in and just like text, yeah, text Cody immediately. Okay, Cody, as upon receiving the text, Cody says. By the way, part of the plan as he's waving his wand, I'm going to disguise myself as your granddad. Hope that's cool. <laughs> I cast, what? I cast alter what? self. <laughs> okay, she's gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. She's. I'm gonna lead her to the Slytherin common room as soon as we're done here. Now, her grandfather, a xenophobe, he's at Hogsmeade right now. He's gonna come pick her up on her command. But if she never, if she never, if she never texts him. He's not going to come and he's going to stay in Hogsmeade. Do we want to do anything with this information? Yes. I think you, when we're leading her to the nest, which is the code word we're using for the location, should disguise yourself as Xenophilius so that there's no reason to doubt that she's going off where she shouldn't be. Oh, that's good. Eloise, platonically, I could kiss you right now. (laughs) Or wait, but doesn't that not work with height and like body proportions no alter self changes that oh it does also alters voice oh that's your new yeah that's your new spell I forgot yep 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 oh hell yeah i fucked myself <laughs> so do you <laughs> want should i so should i go to the bathroom now and change you need to tell her that that's what you're doing otherwise oh, yeah, she's yeah. not gonna follow you i'm gonna catch her up on that yeah At, uh, halfway w- when we're on our way to the slytherin common room i'm gonna go into the bathroom do that come out well, and I'll lead her. Okay, so Heb and I will leave dinner now. Heb, sorry, you're only going to get a half portion tonight, but it's worth it for the cause. What? I, I asked if there was anything I should know. I forgot. It slipped my mind. All right. Um. Okay, Granddad. You look so weird. I don't like it. Uh, okay, he, he I, I guess Cody says, I know, I'm sorry. I, uh, I can't do the accent. Um. <laughs> Well, then you better not talk, okay? Well, I can... I, I am doing the accent, because it says I changed my voice. Uh, that's true, that's so, true. So, uh, I'm just going to talk kind of gruff, you know, maybe vaguely European. And <laughs> vaguely European. Fill in the blanks. When in doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, as her grandfather, I kind of, like, adjust my walk to be a bit more regal and stout, and I lead the way. She yeah she follows okay uh, she follows you um go ahead and uh give me I want you to roll me just one <laughs> uh luck check to see if you run into anyone okay oh, uh boy. you want a ten through twenty better that's a five <laughs> <laughs> you run into a couple professors a couple. Um, oh, yeah they're chatting it's after dinner they're just like walking back to their offices um. You run into Professor Abbott um, and, oh, and uh, Jenna Farley. So the two, the head of Hufflepuff and the head of Slytherin. Yeah, so Professor Abbott and Professor Farley um, are just walking and chatting and they uh, they see you and they're like, Hannah, Professor Abbott is like, I'm sorry, sir, I, I don't recognize you. Oh, wait, are you, are you um, Penny's grandfather? Uh, Zena, Zena. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I am Penny's grandfather, and I will be taking my granddaughter out of the school immediately if you are done wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take Penny's hand and I briskly walk by. 
I want you to give me an intimidation roll. Do I get it? Do I get advantage on this? With advantage, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is a twenty-three. They back off. They do not follow you. Penny follows you, following the directions that you got. I'm assuming from the other two, the snakes, and you are led to a dead end with an empty painting. Mm-hmm. Have I like have like peeks around like inside the painting and he goes come on it's like it's like mario i know Ooh, (laughs) mario jumping and just for um sort of a visual when you're in this painting it feels like you're on a disney ride and there you're like in a cave but there's projections pepper's ghost very much a pepper's ghost sort of situation yeah so so you're in you it really feels like you're in this beautiful landscape but you die you in the painting and also, die in real life. You also can oh kind God. of see the real structure huh. of the the castle <laughs> okay. um wow. beneath the, the facade. Ooh, okay. But it's quite realistic. It's it's beautiful. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I don't am I I, I shouldn't end this disguise yet. This is Cody, by the way. You're probably fine. Once you're in the painting, you should. Yeah. But I'm saying, is there any other shenanigans we want to do with this disguise? No, one is quite enough, I think. I think Okay, you think good. so? Oh, how are you doing, Penny? I'm so confused. Uh, I think we should fill you in. I've got to run. Be right back. Okay. But no matter what, we go back to Teddy with all of it. Yes. Because it was basically his idea for us to do this. And if it does go wrong, I think we should have one person designated to just book it to, 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 to uh, Lupin's office. Cody? Or perhaps I can fly down the halls. You all, Hamos has the broom. I think that makes him Heb. our, yeah, Heb. our designated skedaddler. Uh, Heb is gonna just do his best to act natural on his way to, to Lupin's office. And by that, um, he's gonna, I mean he's gonna just brood, like put on his brooding face, you know? Yeah, I want you to give me an encounter check, luck check. Uh, you want 10 through 20. So you said just a D20, right? Yeah, you want a uh, you want ten through twenty. That's pretty sick because I got a nat one. No, 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 no. I was no, rolling no, so no. good earlier. Hey, we already did the hard part. I guess don't say that. <laughs> uh, you run into a familiar oh, face, no. an old man, no. with blonde blonde hair sticking up, balding. It is Xenophilius Lovegood, and he looks frantic. Well, he didn't see us earlier, did he? No, but he he stops you because you look like an adult. (laughs) And he's like, good sir, I cannot find my daughter, and I'm supposed to take her out of the castle tonight. I, I need you to please escort me to... Professor Longbottom, or Headmistress Granger, or somebody with more authority, with a face that I recognize, so that I can get my daughter out of here. Oh uh, I, uh, 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 sir, I'm a, I, truth to be told, I, I'm not a sir, I'm a stu- I'm a first year. <laughs> ha- ha- half giant, you know how it goes. Fascinating. But I can take you to Headmistress Granger if you'd like. Well, I have some qualms about. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this gang. We are kind of kidnapping her. Well, let's be clear. She, she I, would have to agree to it, 
It's we're, more like okay. we're harboring someone. That's true. That's and that's a good thing. That the one doing the kidnapping was her grandfather. <gasps> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> and Cody, well, you don't know like this. Xenophilius is a bad dude. He looked like a bad dude. Yeah, I've never I, I heard of a man called Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I know, I know. Hermione, Professor Hed Headmistress Granger, would have. Hey, I'm, I'm rubbing off on you, Eloise. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. She would have explicit reason to not trust him due to their mm -hmm. history. So I feel mm -hmm. like she'd be on our side on this one. That would be wonderful, young sir. Thank you. Yes. Yes, of course. Finally, someone with a little bit of manners here. Ah, well, I do what I can. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I'll I'll show him the way to. Uh, the headmistress's office, and at, at the door, I'm going to say, right, uh, if excuse me, I've got to get to bed, you know, homework and, and such. I'll be on my way. Of course. Thank you, lad. I really, really appreciate your help. Absolutely. And he's going to, like, walk around the bend, and then he's going to break out into a run to Lupin's <laughs> office. So, yeah, so you break out into a dead sprint, I'm assuming, to Professor Lupin's Absolutely. office? Absolutely. Great. Um... As you do that, yes, so Cody and Penny and Eloise, you walk in this very, very dark tunnel, um, and eventually you do come out the other side into what looks like the, well, you wouldn't know this technically, Cody, but it it's pretty much the same as the, because there's still, like, trying to figure out gendered like dorm rooms and things like that mm -hmm. for right now it's still like boys and girls yeah but there's no more slide that like makes you go like none of that okay none of that none of those shenanigans jk um, really in her transphobe era <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah um mm -hmm. so but it looks like the boys uh dorm in hufflepuff so it it's it looks like she is back home but you would assume that she's that she's not uh -huh. um like you're not actually back in the hufflepuff it's just what the room house. it's the form the room's taken that's the form that the room is taken okay, so there's gotcha. and her bags are there <gasps> magic oh. magic shit because yep. it's what she required she runs she runs in and she's like oh thank god my bags I have everything in there. Like, literally everything. I packed everything because you told me to pack everything. Yeah, I did tell you to do that. That's... <laughs> you told her to do that and told her to forget the bags. <laughs> Look, <sighs> we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants a bit here. We're playing by ear. We've never had a plan that's worked this well. I could, I hold my so, hand out to dap Eloise up. Eloise accepts. That's not very confidence boosting for me. Um... <laughs> Just as somebody who really needs this plan to work. Meanwhile, it's, they have no idea that I have just ran into her grandfather outside. <laughs> I call, because um, Hebos is the big stick. He's, his codename's Python. So I say, I text him, I say, Python, how's it going? <laughs> Status updates. I don't even think Heb is checking his phone at this point. Heb <laughs> didn't even bring it. It's way. still in the tunnel. He's still sprinting. To I hear a ding next to me. Oh, um, uh, oh, you know what? That's totally canon because I got a not one. I feel like we should make that the thing. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> pick it up. Okay. Cutting back to Hebos, you bolt in Lupin when you, uh, I'm assuming you don't even knock. Oh, uh, no, I'm just going to open the door. Breaks the door off the hinges. <laughs> his feet are propped up on his desk 
and he has his arms behind his head. <laughs> We're about to ruin this man's day. <laughs> poor, poor guy. He, he looks at you and he's like, so have you done it? Um, as a matter of fact, I believe yes. But there's a bit of a problem, maybe. I, I, I don't know if it's a problem. <laughs> All right. Um, what's the snag? What happened? Well, so I left the funny room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ran into Xeno... Xenophilius? Xenophobe, right. Um, <laughs> and I took him to the headmistress's office. Because, you know, I feel like she's probably not the biggest fan, so if anything, she'd be on our side. You know, um, that was a good call, Hermos. I honestly have no idea. Right then. Cool. Why don't we go and check on our friend, yeah? It's a great, great idea. I'm kind of freaking out right now. <laughs> let's, let's go. You've done well, Mr. Remington. Let's go. Thank you. And as you leave, you see he subtly flicks his wrist. Um, you can roll an insight if you want, but he, he's done something. <gasps> you want to roll insight? Yeah, five. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> it's really hard to tell. Oh, hard to tell. Right now, guys. <laughs> He did. He obviously did something magical, but he just did a combat buff on himself. (laughs) Uh, So you make your way back to the funny room. (laughs) (laughs) It's only being called the funny room from now on. (laughs) That that was that really got me. Um, Really got really got me. (laughs) It really. (laughs) Yeah, I aim to please. So, um, you all make your way back to the funny room. You go in. He sort of, uh, he walks through the tunnel, he looks around, and he's like, all right, so where do we go from here? Uh, Have we told Neville yet? Uh, uh, Professor Longbutton. No. All right, um, he pulls out his phone. Uh, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> me, me coming back with the phone Wizard noises. Wizard phone numbers boop, boop, boop. are only four numbers. <laughs> Ka-chink! Ka-chink. I, I would... <laughs> it's the 919. Um, <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. Uh, I don't know how many numbers that was. Teddy's got the Fisher Price 11. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls out an infant's toy phone. Fisher Price. Oh my god. And he, he's like, yes, uh, Neville, um, I am here in, well, they're calling it the funny room these days. It's a bit, I don't really understand, but, you know. Do you know? Yeah. I don't think he knows. <laughs> um. No. Yes, she is here. Once her bags are here. Call. Yeah, yeah. Her bags are here. It's, it's, um, her dorm room, I believe. Dormitory. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where to go from here, but if you could come help us out, that would be, fun. thank you. Yes. Got it. Oh, also, Hermione has Xenophilius. Yes, I I know, I know, 
I I'm not sure either. Uh, yeah. Can you just get all right? Get down here. All right. See you soon. Yeah. Just see blood curdling screaming from the other. <laughs> um. And then of course he kachink puts the phone down. Um. Puts the phone. Puts his Fisher Price phone. The eyes roll and it goes. Phone call over. <laughs> it's just a phone he enchanted. He's like, I just, I don't need it's all those extra apps. <laughs> Put your, yeah. put your mouth against mine, Teddy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what a fucking session this has been. Um, minutes later, like literally maybe two minutes later, um, Professor Longbottom <laughs> bolts in through the door. He is drenched in sweat. His luscious thick hair that is not balding, balding at all is <laughs> is just so it's like no, plastered to his forehead it's a toupee it's a, two, it's a toupee ah, plastered to his forehead he is out of breath he's like penny are you all right and Penny's like uh yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm all right i'm i'm still a bit confused i don't really know what's going on but what are we gonna do about my granddad? I I just don't. Uh, Neville is like that is the next step to figure out. Suddenly his phone rings, and he looks at it, and then he shows it to Lupin, and Lupin is like, "I'm I'm not. This is you. This is all you. I can't. No. I." And Neville looks at it again. Let Cody take it. <laughs> and presses uh answer boop Mm -hmm. uh hello uh yes no Hermione 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 listen Hermione Hermione Christ I mouth to the others he just freaking yelled at Hermione (laughs) calm down I know it's not the best situation but we cannot let him take her because we don't sort of looks at all of you and it's like we don't know how much longer he is going to be around yes if you could stall or escort him out i don't know you have way more power than i do use it hangs up on her mind puts the phone back in his pocket breathes Instinctively, Cody starts barricading the door. We are sealed in the funny room by the portrait of Hermione. Ambrose looks at the camera and he says, I sense I may have made some sort of mistake. <laughs> um, Neville looks at all of you and is like, looks like this is our final stand. I've been here before. It's going to be okay. And that's where we're going to end our session. Oh my god. God. I was going to say, you sound very reassured. Eloise and Neville are going to have their heart to heart in the next episode when they're trapped in this room together. (laughs) We are, we, hey, look, if this, if this is the last day at Hogwarts for one of us, it's the last day at Hogwarts for all of us. That's That's on gang. This has been episode 11 of Roleplay, In for a Penny, part of year one in The Spark of Adama, an all-new original adventure set in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Roleplay is DM'd by me, Ron O'Connor, and features Andrew Lenn as Hebos Remington, Rachel Johnson as Eloise Ann Shorwell, and Kellen Cremines as Cody Calloway. 
Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow our social media account at RoleplayPod on Instagram to get updates and other bits about the show. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive review or tell someone else about the show. It's not much, but it goes a long way in helping us grow in this early stage of the show's development. Thanks again for listening. Our next episode will be released on April 15th. Until then, remember, trans rights are human rights and J.K. Rowling can eat my shorts. Take care and we'll see you all soon. As have your lessons um, with Teddy Luke. Oops. Did you just drop? It's a good thing that was empty. I thought it was like a cup full of pencils. Yeah, it was just a cup with a straw in it. Okay. I thought you just dumped your fucking water and apple vinegar onto your goddamn laptop. No, no, hey, I don't drink water and apple cider vinegar for the health benefits. To all of you listening at home, I don't do that.